Chair staff is ready when you are. Great. Okay, let's begin the countdown. Hi, Chair. Uh, we are starting to live stream right now, so you are good to go. Great, thank you. Good evening and welcome to the Monday, November 14th, 2022, Sacramento Community Police Review Commission meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll and establish quorum? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute and turn on your video. Commissioner Guerrero. Present. Thank you. Commissioner Carter. Present. Thank you. Commissioner Elkra. Elkar, I'm sorry. Present. Thank you. Commissioner Falcone is absent tonight. Commissioner Jefferson. Here. Thank you. Commissioner Marion is absent. Commissioner Rose Hamer. Present. Thank you. Commissioner Espinoza Salazar. Present. Thank you. Commissioner Williamson. Present. Thank you. Vice Chair Bliss. Here. Thank you. Chair Castillo-Krings. Present. Thank you. We have a quorum. Great. Thank you. So this meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide the public comment. When, the when I confirm the public comment um, on the item that you wish to speak on, for if you are online, click on the raise hand on the bottom of your screen. If you're using a mobile app, um, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. If you're using a telephone, Please, to raise your hands, dial star nine, then unmute or, un, or unmute or mute, dialing star six. Speakers will be called by the last four digits of the phone number. You will have three minutes to speak once you are called. For items not on the agenda, you will have five minutes. Let's proceed with today's agenda. First, we need to do the land acknowledgement. Please, everybody rise. This is the opening acknowledgement in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands to the original people of this land, the Nisan people, the Southern Maidu, the Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin Wintun peoples, and the peoples of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the natives people who have come before us and still walk with us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's histories, contributions, and lives. Please remain standing for our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the, United, to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. We let's start off with a couple of updates. Um, I actually am going to miss or 
shift the order a little bit because a lot of the things that are on the agenda actually are going to be wrapped up in some of the conversations that the vice chair and I want to have. So I'm going to put my um, update on hold for a second. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and ask if the Office of Public Safety and Accountability staff has an update. I don't have any updates. Um, I'm not sure, does Dr. Watson have any updates? Good evening, Chair. No, we don't have any updates for you. Great, thank you so much. The next um, item is, does the Sacramento Police Department staff uh, update? Is there an update there? Good evening, Chair and Commission members. Mario Lara, Assistant City Manager. I don't have any updates from the Sacramento Police Department. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you. And then our first uh, item of business is going to be our consent calendar. So, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for this item. Great. So, a couple of items that we have for the consent are the, let's go ahead and approval of our minutes. Any questions, comments before we approve the adoption of our minutes? Great. With that, any any items, any other items on the consent calendar that we need to review? Any comments or questions on our follow-up log? Or I'd like to, um, if there's no comments, I'd like to move the consent calendar. Great. Do I have a second? I will second. Fantastic. Madam Clerk, can you please call a roll? Yes, thank you, Chair. Can I ask who had the second? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. That would be Commissioner Guerrero. Thank you so much. Okay, Commissioner Guerrero? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Carter? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Elcara? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Falcone is absent tonight. Commissioner Jefferson? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Marion? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Rosehammer? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Espinosa Salazar? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Williamson? Aye. Vice Chair Bliss? Yes. Thank you. Chair Castillo Krings? Aye. Thank you, motion passes. Great, thank you. Now, originally when we had a conversation about the items that we were gonna discuss for this meeting, we had several things that were laid out. I'm gonna put some the agenda aside for a second. And the reason for that is um, we actually had a really productive conversation with the mayor. The mayor reached out and had a conversation with both the vice chair and myself. That meeting um, happened earlier uh, last week, and it also included the the chief uh, PD, included Howard from the city manager, included Mario Lara, and we had a very good conversation about trying to set up a work plan for the actual commission. One of the things that the mayor ha had said, and this is actually something that he stated in the last meeting, that he really wanted to collaborate with the commission. He did not want to continue to fight. He really wanted to make sure that we were progressing and moving forward. So one of the things that we are going to be working with the mayor staff directly and Mario helping us participate on some of these discussions, we are supposed to come back 
with a work plan that's supposed to outline the priorities for the commission for the upcoming year for 2023 and really trying to establish a clear process for our priorities. Part of that will be how we communicate with the city and PD, right? Because that has been part of like the, the point of contention. We will also have better clarity on the process as to when we make recommendations, how they're going to move forward. And separate from the work plan is continuing to do the work that we are doing for the ad hoc and the current ad hoc that is trying to put together all of the different recommendations going back to 2018. So we are supposed to work together in collaboration with the mayor to put all of this together so that we can, as a body, adopt it, move it forward, and it will go through the PP&E committee. But the idea is that we are going to supposed to prioritize two to three items that we want to focus on, really kind of do the work, and we are hopeful that this actually will alleviate a lot of the um, concern that we've had, the miscommunication we have had. And so want to make sure that Commissioner Bliss has an opportunity to um, see if I'm missing anything. He was part of the conversation, so I want to make sure that we capture it fully. I appreciate that, Chair, uh, Chair Castillo-Creams. Um, yeah, I just want, uh, you captured it uh, very well, you know, I appreciated the conversation of just getting uh, a bit on the same page of really beginning the conversation of um, both how we can guide the work of this commission to be uh, efficient, as well as really getting clear on the processes for um, both reviewing our recommendations at the city council, as well as uh, how we communicate, how we have direct communications between uh, the, uh, the Sacramento Police Department, the city manager's office, and the city council as well, as well as OPSA. Um, and to that end, want to really thank OPSA for um, being such a collaborative partner with us in terms of, um, you know, helping us to um, work through some of these issues uh, and, and miscommunications, as well as uh, helping us with um, preparing our agendas or whatnot uh, over the last uh, many months. And really just emphasize, you know, this is just the beginning of the conversation. Um, it's not, you know, it, um, uh, it's more than just, you know, a mechanical issue around agendas. Uh, it's really about getting clear about what the process is, uh, the formal process is for um, how we get our work as volunteers uh, 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 providing a, a service to our Sacramento City residents um, are uh, like can make sure that our work and uh, the recommendations that we have put forward over the many years, which now up, up to 115 recommendations thus far, um, will get fully considered by the city council. Um, with that, I uh, really appreciate uh, the conversation. Looking forward to continuing it over the next few weeks. I see that Commissioner Carter has her hand up and then Commissioner Guerrero. I think Mario was first. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Commissioner okay, Guerrero. Renee, go ahead, please. Okay, uh, my question is, was there any discussion about the past recommendations that were not ruled on yet. Yes, that was actually part of the thing that we wanted to make clear. And so as many of you know, there is an ad hoc group that has been working on creating a more clear standardized process. Right now where those recommendations are, the ad hoc has spent a lot of time kind of compiling all of them into the same format, the standardized format. Those recommendations have now gone to the PD. What we've asked them to do is basically uh, for each recommendation to provide us a status update of where they are. We've been actually, um, Mario Lara, who's on this call, has actually been helping kind of create more of a mediator for us in terms of the conversations we're having with the PD. 
we need to schedule our, a follow-up meeting, have a discussion, and then the idea is to have that completed work, body of work, go to the council. Um, and I'm, Mr. Lara, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you uh, on on the spot here. Any updates? Anything else that you, I'm missing from kind of how I characterize this? No. Uh, uh, good evening uh, again. Uh, no, I don't believe that you missed anything. I think that's characterized extremely well. Um, we, I'm going to continue to work with you and the chair to continue to get the uh, the backlog uh, that we that we just talked about uh, addressed. Um, there's still work to be done, obviously, but I think uh, we have a um, you know some meetings set up uh, to where we can work through that and, and get to those. I, I think the meeting with the mayor was characterized well, um, as um, also, and um, and the key issue is you know coming up with a work plan that um, you know that we can abide by. I think one of the things uh, in in coming up with that work plan I, that will also be helpful on the um, police department side, right? Because um, they can also that will be helpful so that we can manage. Uh, the expectations and be able to respond to you in a timely manner uh, and, and have a work plan, a, a full annual work plan set in advance uh, so that we know what's coming up and what, what we can respond to. And I think that will be very helpful on both ends. Okay, so my question is, I think the chair just said that the mayor wanted the commission to prioritize three things. So is the the backlog on the past recommendations, is that going to be one of the priorities or is that a no, separate issue? That's a separate. We clarified with the mayor that the, the, the priorities are going to be what the commission works on for 2023. That doesn't mean that we don't address because we are already doing all of this work. We don't want to stop all the work that we're doing and wait until the end of 2023. We want that to continue, right? The conversation is happening right now. That is part of the work for 2022. So that is our, our goal is to try to finish that hopefully by the end of this year. So the rec the current recommendations and the work that that is being done, the, the goal is to get that done by the end of this year. The work plan will inform that what we're doing in 2023. Okay, so if I understood correctly, the PD is now looking at those 115 recommendations again. That's is correct. It, that was going on, because we've been going yes. back and forth with them. So they're they're looking at it again. And then what's going to happen after they look at it again, then is it coming back to us or is it going to the mayor or what? I think the goal is to have it come back to us for final approval. And that is going to be part of our annual recommendations moving forward to the council. And I know that, um, Kian, do you have any other comments to add on that? I know you and I have also been talking about the process there. Uh, just to say that, um, yeah, I um, was like, I was also uh, wanting to make sure that the recommendations are being considered separately from the, you know, like as we're talking about our 2023 work plan. And uh, it, it seems very clear that uh, the mayor wants to work with us just to guide our work, like our work focus for 2023, but the recommendations are separate uh, process that we're working through. So um, once we get an update about where the uh, P, like PD is at with, um, the uh, implementation of our existing recommendations, uh, we're going to be working through to I, I identify both our priorities as well as like uh, get a sense of like where the other recommendations are at and how they'll be implemented. So uh, I'm, in, I'm committed to making sure that 
these are um, uh, that we get through these by the end of this year. And then also if they, if we don't get through them by the end of this year, that we are um, working on these in tandem with our 2023 work priorities. Okay, and so there's a commitment from the mayor and city council to actually look at these recommendations and vote on them. That is not that is not my understanding. There isn't a committee. There isn't a commitment from the city council or the mayor. There is a commitment from at least as we heard it in that meeting from the mayor's office to work with us and have the recommendations also be part of this discussion. Hmm. Um, so what does that mean? Commissioner Carter, that's all I have at the moment. I think you have the commitment from both the vice chair and myself that we're going to continue to push for action to happen on these recommendations, but the council, the rest of the council was not there. And so I can't say that this is a commitment from the council. It was just the mayor's office, but I, I, I do believe that given that the mayor was there all of the folks that he involved in that meeting, that he is sincere when he's telling us he wants to move forward and really make progress in some of these conversations. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Guerrero. I, 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 I'm a little bit confused and I have a number of questions. Um, first, I just wanna acknowledge that um, uh, chair and vice chair, I've, I've been in your shoes and I understand that there's just a lot of moving pieces and a lot of folks to coordinate with. Um, so uh, my first question is, um, and I think I know the answer, but I want to clarify, has the city identified a process by which they consider our recommendations, whether they're past or present? That is going to be part. So let me separate it. I don't think that there is a process for how to kind of deal with the recommendations in the backlog. I think one of the things that the work plan will include is a process on how moving forward the, the council will actually take action on the recommendations. That is one of the three things that we clarified that we needed to make sure before we left the meeting, we clarified that the work plan was gonna create a pri work priorities for 2023. It was gonna outline a communications, like standardized process. And it was also gonna have a process for how the council deals with uh, recommendations. The reason the communication piece is so important is because it's important for us to be sure, ensure that we have direct communication with PD there's also another item that is going to be part of this discussion, which is what happens if we're having conversations with staff, we're having conversations with the clerk's office and conversations with the city manager, and we can't agree. Because at the end of the day where there's going to be a problem, it's going to be when we don't agree with city staff and we want to elevate it. So part of what this work plan is also going to have, it's almost like an appeals process. It was important for us to ensure that, and the mayor actually said, because I had, I had to write it down, he basically said, that while he really appreciates the PD and the um, attorney's office and also the city manager having an opinion on some of this, at the end of the day, it's city council who makes the final decisions and they have the veto power. And so we, it was important for us to ensure that we had a way of appealing, right, to the elected body if we have a problem with how things are being conducted. So you're right, it's kind of moving pieces. This is the work, this is the, the work product that we are gonna undertake in the next couple of months but I don't have all the answers at this point in time. I, am, I have these commitments and this is kind of the same thing that both uh, the vice chair and I were making sure we had clear or clarity on some of the items that the work plan would include. Sure, the next piece, uh, I'm gonna make a comment and then I have some questions. 
I thought I was going to be part of a meeting that we went over um, some of these items, which is why I feel a little bit out of the loop. But um, I think it overall is that a, it is a really good idea that SAC PD reviews the 100 plus recommendations, um, but only if they're going to give us a substantive response. And I think, you know, I worked with the chair and vice chair on the format, so I hope they keep it, which is, you know, if they fully implement as we made a recommendation, they say yes. If they um, don't, then they say no. And if they've done it partially, that they explain the parts that they implemented and the parts that they didn't and why. And if that's the case, then that is an ex excellent exercise uh, because we will finally have some clarity around which um, recommendations um, PD implemented on their own. And so I think that is a big, a, a big, just a big thing if that happens, it's a big deal. Um, and I do think that we need to, um, you know, separate. There are some things that SAC PD can do on their own, you know, without being directed by the council. So again, if they're willing to do those things that the recommendations that we gave them that's within their purview to just implement, that would be huge to know which ones they, they, they do and which ones they don't. And then, um, Lastly, you know, the chair of the um, of the ad hoc uh, that uh, I proposed the ad hoc some uh, last year clearly um, to rework these recommendations for this purpose of anticipating a process by which the city council would consider them. And I'll just be frank, I stopped the work because we were supposed to have this process um, early this year and clearly we don't have one. It's good to hear that there's a new commitment to establish that process. And I'm, I'm every time I hear that, I'm excited and I'm hopeful, but you know, I take it with a grain of salt. Um, and so I just wanna be, uh, I just wanna ask uh, as chair of that commission, of that ad hoc, if that work is in fact really in earnest now really gonna move forward if I can just be a little bit more in the loop. Um, that's all, thank you. Hey, commissioner. The last conversation that happened with the PD, I think you were on that email where we just sent over the work product and we are we are now kind of waiting to kind of for the next step, which is going to be for the entire ad hoc committee to meet with PD and really kind of go line item right by line item to have a better sense of where things are on each recommendation. So definitely we'll make sure that you are part of that uh, meeting when that ends up happening. Great. Commissioner Bliss. Yeah, I just want to echo uh, Commissioner Guerrero's um, uh, sentiments as well. You know, like we've heard the, like we've heard a lot of these things before, um, and it's encouraging uh, uh, words that they've that they've been telling us, and like you know the public uh, the public acknowledgments that they've made. But um, actions speak louder than words. So I, I one of the things I'm really want making like planning to keep an eye out for is to see this uh, actually reflected in action. And one of the things that we um, had uh, made clear. Uh, with the department during the conversation around the recommendations that we like beyond just, you know, um, telling us what, how they've implemented it. We also want to see where they've implemented this within their actual pol like written policies. Um, so that's one of the things that um, uh, I will be looking for to see is um, if they like, if uh, for recommendations that have been implemented where within the respective general order or the reference manuals, um, those recommendations are implemented to so that we can actually have a, a like, a be able to review um, how those were implemented and, um, and, and monitor them and basically within that process. Um, 
I would also, uh, you know, we were also very clear too in the, in the conversation around um, having establishing a process um, for reviewing this policy, you know, like acknowledging the missed opportunity that was that, that came about in August uh, when it, uh, the ordinance uh, that updated chapter 2.40 um, failed to actually include the process. Uh, uh, the process language that uh, we and other um, city boards, commissions, and commission uh, and, and uh, committees had also recommended, um, and that's one of the things I uh, that I hope with these conversations with the mayor's office, uh, we will be able to really work through and see those pass because that's one of the things that we actually do not have to wait um, for the PMPE committee to uh, to review or go through, um, and it's something that city council can just pass, quite um, like simply put. So. Um, that's one of the things that I hope will that we will see in action, um, but encouraging words thus far. Great. So one of the other items that we wanted to kind of share with the entire commission is some of the thinking that we've been doing about what would the work actually entail, right? And, and part of the reason the agenda reflects some of the PP&E e was because we wanted to kind of be ready from the beginning of the year to hit the ground running, to make sure that we had a process in place and try to really kind of get some other work done. So we are basically lumping all of that conversation that we've been having and some of the work there into the work plan. So maybe uh, if the vice chair could share his screen and kind of walk through some of the memo and some of the ideas that we have, would love to get your input. Obviously, this is just for discussion only. Um, we don't, this is not an official work product yet, but would love to get your thoughts. And we will make sure that everyone after this meeting, that everybody gets this information. This is probably going to be part of also the December meeting agenda. But for this, part of what this actually lays out is just an outline of our ad hocs, how they used to work, kind of the work that the ad hocs did. But now that the ad hocs are, we are precluded from actually creating ad hocs, the idea of creating or asking PP&E to create these subcommittees. And so there are three major priorities that we really want to focus on. And um, I'm going to go ahead and ask the vice chair to scroll down to the actual um, three items. So the first one, and maybe I'm going to turn it over to the vice chair to kind of outline and walk through the military equipment use. Yeah, so uh, the military, like, so of the three subcommittees that we're um, hoping to propose for next year. Um, Excuse me, vice invite, chair. Uh, I'm so sorry to yes. interject. We are all trying to understand what item number we're on right now. Right now, we're still on the chair updates. The chair updates. Thank you so much for clarifying. Actually, just to check with Chair Castillo-Krings, um, are we? Well, one of the things is the agenda items that we were going to be discussing, they all kind of all rolled into this one. So, for example, if you look at today's agenda, what we actually have are um, the PP, this is the subcommittees for consideration for PP&E. So I guess that could be number four. And then the rest are all similar concepts as this. So let's say that this is um, item number four. Thank you, Chair. Not a problem. Cool. So uh, of the proposals that uh, we have been thinking of thus far, uh, military equipment use uh, as a subcommittee uh, was one of our um, 
our priority uh, work groups, given uh, our current work that we did this year and uh, the nature that this will be an annual um, an annually updated and reviewed policy, given that there will be an annual report uh, that uh, the department will be providing each year. Um, but the res key responsibilities uh, would be to facilitate community participation in reviewing military equipment use, uh, the uh, SPD reports, and ensure compliance with AB 48, um, uh, involving kinetic impactors and chemical agents, uh, as well as AB 481, uh, which uh, requires the military equipment use policy in the first place. Uh, we'll also use uh, uh, be responsible for conducting research on military equipment use reported in uh, within Sacramento City, um, as well as uh, research into reasonable alternatives that achieve the same objectives as outlined in AB 41, as well as providing recommendations to City Council for future changes of the military equipment use general order and monitor and evaluate implementation of our recommendations as, uh, as a body. So this is something that we initially were thinking might be a standing committee. Um, but uh, we're not exactly sure if um, boards, uh, commissions, and committees uh, for Sacramento City are allowed uh, under the uh, new ordinance to establish standing committees. But um, it is something we're open to either way. This is uh, even if uh, whether it's a standing committee or subcommittee, not uh, this is something that is important. Uh, uh, would be considered a, a key priority for 2023, which would be to for, um, which one of our top priorities in 2023 would be to formalize a community outreach process, uh, which is required under AB 41 to uh, facilitate meaningful um, community discussions and dialogue around uh, uh, police military equipment use. And uh, in terms of the scheduling, and these are all tentative. Uh, this would have like this would be up to the full. Uh, commission, and uh, this is something that we would want to make sure that works for all of you who are interested in participating in this subcommittee, um, which subcommittees, just like ad hoc committee, uh, uh, just like our ad hoc committees, uh, cannot be comprised of more than a quorum of our uh, commissioners. But um, we're thinking of uh, having this as a quarterly um, subcommittee that meets on the first mon Monday at our 6, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, with the note that you know a second or third meeting uh, will often be scheduled, but you know could be sub, uh, could be open and subject to uh, changes. One of the other things that keeps and before we continue, any questions or thoughts on the military equipment use? Okay, I'd love to hear too uh, if there are any uh, suggestions and priorities uh, for this for this ad hoc. And I see uh, Commissioner. Yes, Commissioner Guerrero. Um, I know we're talking about the concept of the uh, subcommittee for next year, but I feel like it's 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 um, the work of that committee in the in the future year kind of depends a little bit on how we finalize the work from this year. Um, so I know that the commission um, at the with the leadership of the chair and the vice chair really. Um, Put together a letter um, that was edited a little bit throughout the process and was finally submitted, excuse me, to the um, city council. And so I just wanted to see if we're going to formalize those initial recommendations any further, or is that kind of considered, you know, kind of done for the purposes of this year? I hope that makes sense. Not I could try. No, to really good question. Really good question. In fact, uh, that is something that I know the vice chair has taken upon himself to really formalize it. It's going to be part of the recommendations that move forward as part of our annual report. 
to the city council, including all of those recommendations. I think some of the work that is outstanding that we need to figure out, um, one of the things that we need to do is how do we create a more formal community outreach process and make sure that we're incorporating those um, comments into the policy. But yes, the idea and Commissioner Bliss, correct me if I'm, I'm misspeaking here, but the intent is to actually standardize in the same way that we have done all of the other recommendations and move the military equipment use recommendations forward as a 2022 recommendations as well. That's correct. Um, everything that we had uh, talked about as our ad hoc um, is going to be formalized and we are going to vote on it as a full commission uh, when we consider the other uh, commission, just like the other commission recommendations that we'll be considering next month. And we'll be, dis and, uh, uh, we'll be inviting uh, the ad hoc together to like review and discuss them together as well. Great. And the, uh, the other reason why I bring that up, I'm glad we're going to stick with standardizing. And again, it'll um, uh, impact the work next year. It, but part of that would also be, you know, sending it back to SAC PD and having them respond, even if we know the answers already, having them respond formally, you know, uh, adopted, not adopted, partially adopted why or why not on the different pieces. And I, I, again, I just think that's really important that we start implementing that standardization that way we, we know where everything is, where every recommendation stands, I should say. 100%. Okay, great. Any other comments or thoughts on this? Okay, so there's a couple of more, a couple of other uh, recommendations. The next one is really focusing on the department's accountability and cultural standards. One of the things that has been, we've been tracking over this last year has been the OPSA complaint activity report. And some of the incidences that keep being pretty high end up being discourtesy and con conduct unbecoming of employee complaints. Not only are they high complaint generators, but a lot of the complaints are actually substantiated. And so that is a policy that we need to look into. I think this is something that is also a priority to PD. Again, this goes back to if people feel that the police department is being disrespectful, that completely com that continues to erode the trust. It continues to just erode the communication. And so it makes our job and their job more difficult. So one of the things we want to do is really focus and center some of the work that we're going to do in 2023 and see if we can actually improve the relationship, make sure that when we talk about customer service, that the community actually feels served. So that is one. Um, the two other items that are related, and again, it's something that the activity report continues to bring up, is uh, the, the search and seizure policy. So I think it's time for us to review them. Those are the areas that have the highest complaints. And so it is important for us to kind of understand them a little bit better. Um, and kind of following customer service idea, in one of the reports that Oaks have put out was, again, making sure that the police department, whenever an officer goes to somebody, that they're able to provide their name and badge number. Those are simple things that do not need to have counsel weigh in. This is policy that actually can be handled at the administrative level with the police departments. So We're really hoping that this work can encourage some of that, some of those changes. The other issue that we wanna kind of start looking at more closely is the police chase policy. There was a, a recent uh, SACB article talking about how the PD here does not really have some parameters to when they start a pursuit, even though these pursuits can be deadly. 
And so really looking at how we can actually change some of those practices to ensure that the community is being saved and making sure that if the police department continues to have that discretion, that they kind of, it's again, last resort. So those are some of the items that this other uh, subcommittee would take a look at. So that's the other, any questions, thoughts on this one? Okay, I see, um, I believe we're gonna go with Commissioner Williamson, then Commissioner Guerrero, and those are the first I see. Commissioner Williamson. Thank you very much. Um, well, you, you all know that I strongly support the idea of setting priorities. Um, and, uh, and I've actually shared offline a couple of these priorities uh, with the vice chair, but uh, I, I'm sorry, I have to say that uh, I, I think that we need a different approach to defining what the top three priorities are. And, and I'm not suggesting what those priorities should be or whether it's three or it's five or whatever the number is. But I feel like based upon your review of the last four years of recommendations that you should bring to the commission uh, a summary of what those, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're the modals, what, what are the most highly uh, represented concerns that have been expressed by the commission over the last four or five years and say, these are the top priorities we've seen. And that maybe they narrow that down to a list of between five and 10 and then come and say, and here's why we think these three uh, are the most important. But just submitting three like this, I, I, I'm sorry, I cannot support this approach. And again, I'm not saying what they should be, but the approach to deciding what they be, and, and I think this could be fast-tracked. I think it, it could be handled and resolved at the next meeting. I certainly to delay it. Um, uh, I think there are others attending these, this meeting whose job it is to delay our work. But I, 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 wanted, I wanted to get done, but I think we need a little bit more deliberate approach at getting there, and it can be done quickly. So just to make sure that I understand, Commissioner, uh, you're, you're asking that we go back and based on whatever the last 115 recommendations plus whatever new ones we're going to have, whatever there gets or that has uh, the most recommendations, we come back and that become a priority? I, I, I trust you uh, to come back and, and, and you to, you know, Mario and, and Keon to come back and say, we've looked at the last four years of recommendations. This is the five to 10 that we see, uh, you know, coming up again and again as being the most important. And so it's kind of evidence-based, if you will, based upon the last four years of, of commission effort. And then say, based upon that five to 10, whatever you, number you come up with, then say, it is our recommendation that these three be the ones that we focus on. Or do some kind of, a, if it could be done quickly, uh, rank order prioritizing by the larger commission. I, I don't really care whether it's the three of you or it's the larger commission, but I think with whatever the three are need to be proposed in the context of a slightly larger group and show why these ones are, are more important than some others 
that that cluster close, but not as not as greatly in your minds. But telling me these three without knowing what some more of them are, I, I feel a little bit uh, uh, too captive. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, you've given us something to think about a little more deeply. Commissioner Guerrero. Um, before I go to what I was going to say, I think I think Commissioner Williamson, we're talking about apples and oranges here. Um, I think that there's this body of recommendations that we've pretty much done the work with, and you know, there's frustration about a hundred plus recommendations. And that's not going to be resolved overnight. And I think we've had a conversation about how to prioritize those. That we're not the council's not going to take up 120, and maybe they never will. Um, so maybe prioritizing, you know, two or three at a time, or you know, at once. So there's some level of prioritization of that work. But I think what we're talking about here is prioritizing the items that we're going to look into in the coming year. And then once we, you know, have those committees and look into everything that we look into, um, you know, they'll each have recommendations. And then to your point, maybe the commission can have a conversation about instead of sending all the recommendations, let's say there's 20 of them, instead of doing 20 or 30 or however many they are, that we prioritize and only send, you know, four or five because they're the most important. And we think that sending a smaller number will allow the city council to focus and, and maybe, you know, actually take them up. Um, but those are two related, but different conversations. Um, so that's that, that's what I would say first. And, you know, the chair and vice chair can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but to the point that I was going to make on the pursuit, we have looked at pursuit in the past, and there is a general order. Um, and it's certainly something that, uh, that we can um, tighten up. Uh, but I just wanted to share that, that that is something that I think we've looked at and there is a, a general order that outlines, you know, uh, the considerations. So I, I'd, I'd be interested to see what um, um, what new ideas are there. And um, given that it continues to be an issue, I do think it's a good thing to um, set up this ad hoc to specifically look at this issue. So those are the, that's all I was going to share. Just really quickly, and I want to make sure that we understand this correctly, because I thought Commissioner Williamson was actually saying instead of these new ad hocs that we or subcommittees that we're talking about, that we actually go back and revisit some of the older work that we have done and look at it from a 2023 perspective. Some of it, again, some of it has been a couple of years old. So can we just get clarification which process you're talking about, Commissioner Williamson? I'm willing to wait for Keon and, and, and Robin to, to speak first, if, but I, I, I can clarify, but you decide the order. All right, let's go with Commissioner Bliss and then Commissioner Rose Hamer. Yeah, I, I think um, if I'm a, like, just to clarify, you know, these, these subcommittee proposals are like our record, are what we will be doing and focusing in on for 2023 um, recommendations. So it's not about revisiting like the past year's recommendations. We we were uh, what we tried to explain earlier was that like you know that is on a separate track. We will have like 2023 work priorities 
with the 115 recommendations that we have been um, that you know have been produced, and uh, we're in uh, currently in the process of like going through with the uh, P, uh, with the SPD and the city on um, that's going to be on a separate track. So we'll do that in tandem together, basically. So this is just for subcommittees that will do work, uh, work and produce recommendations for 2023. We'll come back to you, Commissioner Williamson. Commissioner Rose Hamer. Thank you, Chair. I uh, believe my question may have just been answered by Commissioner Bliss because I felt like there were two separate conversations happening that got completed into one, but I, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't misunderstand the presentation of the subcommittee or posed subcommittees is not the conversation about the 2023 commission work, right? For, yes, the recommendations that we, the past recommendations are basically from 2018 to 2021, right? Those are the recommendations that are outstanding. Those are the ones that we keep talking about 115. The, sub, the, the work in front of us, what we're trying to kind of decide is the work that the commission is gonna do for 2023. So yes. So really quickly, then let me go back to Commissioner Williamson to make sure that he kind of gets his point. Um, Commissioner Williamson, can you help us understand which yeah, yeah. what process so, you're trying to kind of clarify? That, that was a helpful clarification uh, uh, about the distinction, and I was not making that distinction. So thank you for that clarification. But my the point on the approach stands for both. That that I think that there should be. Uh, it should be evidence-based what are going to be the, the three, and three is as good as number as any of ad hocs for next year. What's the evidence that supports those three general categories? And it may be driven by all the past recommendations. It may be driven by current events. Uh, but, but what, and, and those three take on added understanding by showing we looked at these five or six possibilities and we chose these three. So having some context, I think is important. I, I don't like the idea of just taking what was today's headline uh, as, a, as a criterion, for example. And, and mind you, I, again, on the, on the pursuit issue, I mean, I, <laughs> I brought that to the attention of another commissioner. So I, 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 in no way, shape or form, and trying to subordinate that as an important issue, but what are other important issues that are out there so that we, the three we pick are a conscious choice of those three areas out of all the areas that are possible. I happen to think that the criteria, this is just for illustration, not advocacy. I think the criteria by which the police department tows somebody car away is terribly important because it has an impact on people getting to work, they may be living in their car. Uh, there's also other implications of towing a car away and it needs to be considered in a larger context. That, I, I don't wanna get into that discussion right now, but there are many issues which various members of this commission may feel both based on evidence and personal experience are important. So I'd like the three that we pick to have a larger context. Got it. Thank you so much for clarifying it, it, what I heard. What I'm hearing you say is 
whatever we as the body are going to decide our work is going to be for 2023, you really want it to be centered on thoughtful discussion and policy and make sure that we understand where it's stemming from. And so I can tell you, for example, the uh, military use equipment, military equipment use, I'm sorry, that is actually just stemming from the work that we did last year, making sure that some of the changes yep. that are required yep. by state law, we can move forward. One yes. of the things that I want to highlight in terms of where some of the information is coming from in terms of the search and seizure and the discourtesy and conduct unbecoming to an employee, OFSA actually puts out quarterly complaint reports. These are complaints that are made by basically people in the community that have interactions with police. Once they take that complaint, then they go forward and say, was it actually justified or not? Is there, it was just a, was that an empty complaint or was it actually substantiated? What we are finding out is some of the areas that have the highest complaints are and actually legitimate ones are these areas that we have chosen. And part of it is, again, going back, this is not just one quarter. This actually, if you go back and look at the last two years, this has been a consistent theme. And this is something that the police chief herself has raised about this is an area where she's saying, this is where the commission could help me do my job better by helping me understand how to actually create policies that end up culturally changing the department to ensure that they are providing better service to the community that they serve. And so the idea is looking at existing policies, looking at other cities, making sure that we are able to tackle this head on and we will know if the success, if what we recommend and some of the work we're doing are successful, because what I hope is that over time, that some of the complaints that are basically taken to OPSA will decrease in these areas. So that's where some of this is coming from, but I, I appreciate I, you bringing that there, up. There, there, there's gonna be a good uh, defense of each of the ones that you've proposed. What I'm saying is from a process point of view, there are more topics that should be on the table and then come up with whatever criteria you want to rank order them and to conclude. And I don't think we need paralysis of analysis. I don't want to make this unnecessarily long. Uh, I think this deserves momentum, but I think we, we, we should look at a, a little bit larger group before we conclude what the three are. And again, I, I can support all three of these. I think Personally, I think, well, I, I, I'm going to leave my personal opinion out, but the process, I think, is important by which we pick those three. I want it to be quick, efficient, and close out by next month. I don't want to see this drag. And, and Commissioner, and that is one of the reasons we're bringing it to you. This is kind of the latest thinking that the vice chair and I have had. This by no means is a final decision. This is kind of like our best thinking. And this is where we, the reason we're bringing it to everyone here is because we are relying on all of your own expertise and experiences to tell us if this is the right approach or not. If this isn't, this will be back on the agenda for December, but between now and then, and actually one of the things that I was gonna ask is by the end of this Friday, if you wouldn't mind sending an email to Michelle with other ideas that you want to be on the agenda so those can be agendized. This is just, this is just the vice chair and my best thinking but one of the things that I would urge everybody here is to provide recommendations that you would like to see the commission work in 2023 to be agendized for December so we can all as a body vote and formalize what we, the work is gonna be. Thank you. Fantastic, great, thank you. And Commissioner Bliss, I see your hand was up. Uh, uh, you uh, basically explained it. Like these are just draft, uh, draft proposals and uh, they're entirely, they have to be approved by the full commission. So um, if there are any revisions to both like the, the scope of these committees or even just like overall, like 
priorities of the committees. Um, it's all, it's entirely up to you, and uh, we're really hoping that uh, you all will um, uh, uh, take a look at it and make any recommendations uh, you have yourself in terms of those committees. And just to give a heads up that I um, will have to uh, hop off for another uh, uh, meeting. Thank you, Commissioner Bliss. Commissioner Carter. Thank you. Um, since one of the proposed issues for 2023 is search and seizure, uh, are you aware of any search and seizure policy? I just scrolled through the general orders and then I did not see a search and seizure policy. Does one exist? You know, that I, I thought I had, I saw one, um, but I'd have to spend a little more time. I have not had an, I have not had a opportunity to do that, but if um, Mr. Lara is on and he can help answer for the PD, that would be helpful. Hi, good evening, uh, commission members. I would need to scroll through myself to see if I can find it, but I will respond to you and the vice chair and to staff as well once I find that policy and I'll forward it to you. Okay, thank you. Just to help uh, Commissioner Carter with uh, her question, there is not a separate uh, search and seizure policy. That is one of the recommendations from OSA to the police department is to um, have a separate uh, policy created to address search and seizure. Some search and seizure principles are embedded into one of their other policies, but we've recommended that that policy be updated because it has not been updated since 2007. Okay, and can you tell the commission at this time what that other policy is that the search and seizure is embedded in? Yes, stand by for just a second and I'll find out for you. Thank you. Thank you, Director Watson. Chair, my computer is running slow, but I'm getting it for you. Great, thank you. While we wait for uh, Director Watson, Commissioner Guerrero. Yes, and we might as well use this time. I'm just going to say, as we have this conversation, um, I think one one of the things we should consider is con um, continuing the work on uh, the prior proposals, um, and that in and of itself takes a lot of work and time. So that I, I'm going to suggest that that's one of the considerations um, among the work in next year is that we continue to, uh, I don't know, you can use any phrase, pound, focus, um, work with the city council on the 120 and how to prioritize those and what happens with them. Um, so that until that until that body of work, until we have some kind of finality with that work, I think that needs to continue to be some kind of priority. And one of the other things that I think would be helpful for us to have 
And again, please send an email to Michelle. I will follow up after this meeting with kind of an email that everyone can respond to, um, to Michelle. But one of the other things that would be helpful when we're talking about these subcommittees, we're also talking about formal meetings that would have to happen. So each of the subcommittees would have to be agendized, agendas created, all of, all of that work has to happen. So I want to be respectful of everybody's time. One of the reasons that we're talking about quarterly meetings is because all of that would have to happen in addition to the monthly meeting that the commission has as a full body, right? So if we had three more, we had two more, that would be on top of this meeting. So please let me know what, what work you want to do and also how often you think that the, this subcommittee should be meeting. Really quickly, um, the last item that I'm going to talk about is something we're calling it the budget transparency and really looking at annual strategic planning for goal setting and fiscal analysis. I think one of the frustrations that the commission has had is we have not been able to have clear accountability for how much each of the program that PD runs, how much money they spend on each, right? And so if they're going to dedicate, let's say, 500,000, what are we getting for that 500,000? How much money is that? Where is it going? So really clear accountability as to how the budget for the PD is spent. So this other committee, again, would deal with more transparency and just ensuring that we are reviewing some of the fiscal priorities. So we will send out, I will send out this memo that we have so you can see a little bit more of the, the text and um, would love to get your thoughts again by Friday. The reason I have, I'm asking for Friday is because of the short turnaround in order for the preparation of the next agenda. So that has to be done by the end of this week. So with that, and I know while we're waiting for um, Director Watson, Madam Clerk, are there any public comments for this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for this item. Thank you. Great. Chair, and just an update for you before yes. you move on. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that I send this out to um, the entire commission. But um, there is a manual uh, that is addressed for search and seizure for SPD. And this last revision is from 2007. And our recommendation um, for our annual report asks for a standalone um, general order on the Fourth Amendment, and we wanted to specifically encompass consensual stops versus non-consensual stops when dealing with the public. Um, but I'll send out what we have, and then I'll also send out some of the uh, things that we're looking at when you talk about best practices on standalone search and seizure policies. Fantastic. Sounds like we might need to meet with you if this becomes an item that the commission is willing to work on. No problem. Great. Um, I see Commissioner... Rose Heimer and then Commissioner Carter. Thank you, Chair. Um, my question is just regarding your ask for Friday. So you have asked us to email whom with our yeah. preference? So um, Michelle Valeros, who is basically OPSA's staff and helps the commission. She's the one that basically helps us put the agenda together and make sure we're following all of the items. And so I will follow up after this meeting, um, probably tomorrow morning with an email to everybody. So everybody has the email address for Michelle. And then please, as soon as possible, um, send that over. 
we are having our meeting with her, I believe on Thursday to start talking about the agenda. So that would be great. Thanks. Not a problem. Commissioner Carter. Yes, uh, my question, you just stated that the subcommittee would be a separate meeting from our regular commission meetings. I just want a clarification on that. That's right. That, um, those separate meetings will have to be agendized. So basically we're just adding more meetings. So Commissioner Carter, one of the things that has happened um, is because of the PPE ordinance, if we wanna have official bodies created and working on this, we can do that. The other option is for us to individually just self-organize in groups, but that's not something that the vice chair or I can organize. Independently, the commissioners can go ahead and say, hey, I'm gonna work. Let's say Commissioner Carter, you decided to say, I'm just gonna work on this search and, search and seizure. You can go ahead and organize your own little group and have, for example, Commissioner Guerrero and Commissioner Rose Hamer and say, you, do you want to work with me on this? It's something that I can't organize uh, in our meetings, but it's something individual commissioners can. But I think what we're trying to do with this work plan is really establish a more formal process, have identified priorities for us as a body so that we can also make sure that when we are funneling requests to the PD, it's all within a certain, like certain parameters, right? Part of the, part of the concern, as I heard, was if we have 10 ad hocs and everyone's asking for meetings and everybody's asking for information, that's what can create um, additional problems. Things kind of are weighed down. So the idea is if we focus on two to three items, yes. Now, the idea, if we formalize these bodies, it requires basically in order for them to be Brown Act compliant and also in compliance with the ordinance that was just passed, yes, these would have to have official meetings. Now, it doesn't have to be quarterly. It can be biannually and everybody can still continue to do the work throughout the year but it is we are going to have to meet formally and that will require 14-day notice having the agenda ready having all of having basically clerk staff staffing the meetings so something for us to keep in mind as well does that clarify things yes thank you mm -hmm. great um michelle did i see your hand go up I was just going to um, let the commissioners know my email is on the agenda if they need it anytime sooner. It's on the agenda. You can see it. It's all over the place. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and actually, would you read it for us just to make sure that we all have it? Oh, there it is. Yeah. M. Valeros at City of Sacramento.org. Correct. Great. Okay. Um, so thank you so much for that discussion. We have taken public comment, and this item does not require a vote because it's all discussion. So we are moving on to our item number five. This is, a, again, trying to have a better understanding of one of the things that we would like to see done in 2023 is really engage the public more thoroughly. I think we were doing a really good job prior to the pandemic kind of getting the commission out there. Um, and I would love some thoughts on how we do that again and how do we start connecting more fully with, with the community? How do we start kind of creating maybe more formalized calendars of events for community events that people can attend to just start kind of connecting with community, making sure that we have a um, updated community contact list 
And that would be something that I just want to make sure that we're bringing up. Hopefully, as we open up and we are able to do more public events, that we're able to do that a little more fully. So just wanted to raise that as an issue. I don't have any great solutions. So if anybody has any thoughts or comments on that, something I just want to bring up and really focus on in 2023. So with that, really quickly, Madam Clerk, are, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for item five. Thank you. Then with that, any members of the commission wishing to speak on this item? Commissioner Guerrero, do you have your hand up? I did. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but um, I mean, it, it, um, it is something that we, we did at, in the past, but there's a number of organizations, of course, uh, many more than we have capacity to do, but um, I know there's, uh, for example, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, why am I spacing? Um, the League of Women Voters who um, have engaged with us um, pretty regularly. Um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the, the Latino Roundtable that we've made presentations on uh, to. Um, so I think that there's a number of you know key organizations that we can reach out to and say, hey, you know, how can we partner? We can come and give you, you know, any one of us could go and kind of brief them on where things are at the moment and uh, get input, um, welcome their um, continued engagement. So I, I just was going to suggest that um, that is certainly something we could do, but keeping in mind that there's many, many more organizations and, um, and groups that we would, um, we, we don't have the capacity to reach out to everyone, but certainly that's what we can do. That's one thing we can do. Great. No, those are great suggestions. Um, really quickly then, if no other items uh, or comments on item five. Okay. The last number, then moving on to item number six, commission work for 2023. I feel we kind of discussed that already through the memo, but just in case, are there any comments from public on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for item number six. Great. Any other thoughts or comments from the commissioners? Great. Okay. Let me make sure I'm not missing anybody. Fantastic. Okay. Again, this is just a discussion item, so we can move on to item number seven. And, and this is the proposed amendments. Uh, to, this is, again, to the commission's rules and procedures. I need to set up a time to speak with our council, Adriel, to finalize this. So that was on me. Um, and so I don't have any new items or nothing to report, but I do hope to have a final document that we can vote on for December. So I need to reach out to Adriel and set up a time. Um, so with that, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for item number seven. Thank you. Thank you. Then any, any members of the commission wishing to speak on this item? Great, okay, seeing none. This is just the discussion item, so we don't need to vote. Moving on to our next item. And this also was dealing with the military equipment use policy, but because we've already discussed it, I'm gonna move us along unless we have items any items from the public or 
a public comment on this item. Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for item number eight as well. Thank you. Great. And I see that Commissioner, I'm sorry, Mr. Mario Lara has uh, his hand up. Hi, good evening, Chair and Vice Chair again. Um, I wanted to get some clarification on this item because it does have as a recommendation to pass a motion requesting that the um, police department provide a presentation on the policy at the commission's regular meeting in December. And I know um, there was a presentation given to council in September. And at that, uh, at that council meeting, I think um, the direction that we got from council was for the commission to work with the PD on an outreach and engagement strategy and to work with the PD in certain areas. And having heard discussion tonight on the ad hoc committee and developing a work plan, I wondered what the purpose of this presentation would be. I mean, there is a presentation that was given to council, and I can certainly provide the link to that uh, for commission members who weren't able to attend that to, to, to be able to be briefed on that. And then, um, you know, just trying to get some clarification as to what that would be. And some, I, I think some of the discussion that we were having, this agenda got put together before we had the meeting with with the mayor and so i think some of it might be um a little redundant but i would like to double check i believe that uh, commissioner bliss is the one who requested the presentation so i want to double check with him before we take it off the items yeah. and i know we have a debrief as well so we can clarify yes. we can go ahead and do that thank you so much okay so without any other thoughts or comments from commissioners on item seven or eight i apologize Okay. And I don't think that this was an item that we necessarily were voting on. Um, so we no vote on this one. Yes. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, it does look like item number eight needs an action taken. It says for, um, to pass a motion requesting the SPD provide a presentation. So that would actually need a vote on that. I appreciate that. And I think that's what we're trying to kind of clarify. Um, Audriel, do we need to vote on this one? Because it's a little unclear if we still need it, given the work that we're doing on the work plan. What would be the, pro the procedure for this one? If you want to table the matter, you can. That just continues it to another meeting. I think you wanted clarification for Commissioner Blitz. Before. Yes, can we table it? Yes, before we take it off the agenda completely, maybe then we're going to table it. We just need a motion to do that. Okay, can I have go a motion? I'll go ahead and motion. Do I have a second? Second. Great, thank you. Madam Clerk, can you please call the roll? Yes, thank you, Chair, and thank you, CAO, for clarifying. Commissioner Guerrero? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Carter? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Elcara? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Falcone is absent tonight. Commissioner Jefferson? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Marion? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Rosehamer? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Espinosa Salazar? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Williamson? Aye. Thank you. Vice Chair Bliss is absent for this vote. Chair Castillo-Kerings? Aye. Thank you. Motion passes to then forward this item to a, a future meeting. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, and thank you, Adriel, for helping us along. Uh, the next item is any commissioner comments or ideas. Do we have any, are there any, any um, commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Great, we have a lot. All right, let's start with Commissioner Jefferson, followed by Commissioner Guerrero, and then Commissioner Alcara. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Go I, ahead, Commissioner. I updated my computer speaker system. I don't have the headset anymore, so I hope I uh, look a little more professional tonight. But I was hoping that um, for a second, if we can go back to item five, the commission's community engagement for 2023. And we maybe um, if uh, Commissioner Guerrero could tell me what what um, the relationship was with that group that he mentioned in the community uh, relations in the past. What is I mean, do they host an event or participate with the community group as a review commission or how does what does it all entail? Um, Commissioner Jefferson, first, you, I will say that you always look professional. You've always looked professional, so there's need to say anything about that. Um, to your question, uh, I guess I was just, you know, stating that in the past, um, you know, we we individually based because we were all appointed because of our, uh, in part, I would imagine, because of our um, engagement in the community in different ways. And mm -hmm. so, in the past, when we tried to um, uh, you know, go out into the community and kind of share what the work of the commission was, we each would evaluate, oh, I have a relationship with this organization or that organization. And so we would reach out and partner and maybe go and present at their meetings and then, you know, invite them to come here um, and engage with us here as well. And so all I was, you know, I was just giving one example of many. I have a, a list from, from the past of organizations that we, um, different commissioners maybe went and presented. And so I was just suggesting that we can, you know, come up with that list again, maybe, uh, maybe come up with new new folks um, that we might have relationships with and, you know, go out and present to them with the work of the commission and again, invite them here. That's all I was suggesting. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so so for example, if a, if a, if a community was having an event, okay, um, are you saying that the uh, we can accomplish item five that if the uh, review commission had a table at that event and and maybe there a banner or something and, or or and literature or what the commission does or what do, no. what would they do if they if the commission was at an an event what would they do while they were there? No, absolutely. That so that's a good question. The commission do while they were at the event. Yeah. event. I think it's a little bit more formal. Um, we would get on their agenda. Mm -hmm. um, and literally present. So for example, one thing that we could present is the work that uh, the chair and vice chair have been, and you know they brought us along, but uh, the work on the um, use of uh, uh, military use um, policy, that is something that you know is really important. And I think um, folks would appreciate an update. Like just for example, if we were to reach out to them right now and say, we wanna come present, we could talk about certainly the letter that was submitted on behalf of the commission, again, uh, led by our chair and vice chair, but we could also say we're considering doing the work in the coming year and we would love your input. So that would be one update. You know, there could be an update on our approach to the 120, 100, and, 100 plus <laughs> recommendations right. and next steps. So there's, you know, there's kind of those updates and engagement, right? And welcoming their thoughts on, on what we should focus on too. It's a two-way way street. We present on what the commission is doing 
um, and then we ask them for what their thoughts are on those items and others that they might have. Okay, okay, I I, I understand now. Um, I I am um, the president of the Del Paso Heights Community Association, and we have monthly meetings that the public uh, come to. Um, the the meetings are held at the Kenny Police Station, and um, every month our first presenter is the um, uh, right now it's Captain Chandler. Uh, he he gives us an update on the police work, but we've had Channel Ten. Channel Ten was there um, uh, in October, just as as a community and partner. So I was just curious as to what it would look like or what the commission's role would be should they go out in the public and and be part of a public event. Thank you for the uh, clarification. So commissioner, that is a fantastic question. And part of the reason that we're, what we're trying to do is as the commissioner was saying, we used to spend, we used to do more outreach and then COVID really kind of impacted our ability. But mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is make those connections within the community to elevate the community voices. Cause that is actually our mandate. Our mandate is to be the liaison between the city council and the community and to make sure that we are alerting the community about items that are coming up, policy decisions and have their input, right? Everybody has different experiences. And so making sure that we're providing a platform and a space for those experiences to inform our work is really important and crucial. And so we really think, I think that we need to start focusing on how we elevate that and continue to solidify some of these relationships and make sure that we're kind of relying on each other's networks to really kind of bring that to bear. So really appreciate you coming, making sure that we stopped a little bit and came back to this item because it's really an important one. It's our main, it's actually our main um, mandate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So thank you. Um, Commissioner Alcara, then Commissioner Guerrero. Yeah, um, I brought up this issue uh, before. I'm hoping that we can um, get the ACLU to come back and give us an updated report card on the police department. This was, uh, I recall how many years ago, but they, um, Adriana Wong came from um, East Southern California, um, get, did a presentation on our police department and, and the policies and, and gave a report card and, uh, and highlighted the areas where, um, you know, we're doing good and the areas that the city needs to improve on. And it was just very helpful for the commission because um, it gave us kind of, you know, a baseline of what areas uh, we can focus on. So this could be helpful if for example, if we do it next month and then for 2023, uh, it can help um, direct the work. That's a great idea. And, and we will see if we can kind of get ACLU ready to present the next month. We'll reach out to them. Thank you. Commissioner Guerrero, but you have to put your wonderful baby on the screen again. I was actually going to uh, apologize, not apologize. I was going to say, you know, babies. <laughs> They want you when they want you. <laughs> I've been trying to focus here, but um, um, I will bring her if I can. But um, uh, first to Commissioner Alcar, really quick. Um, it's interesting because I remember you bringing that up and it's not on the log. So I was just, I went really quick to check the log. And so, yeah, somehow it was lost because that's certainly been a prior request. Um, one thing on, one other idea on, you know, uh, back to Commissioner uh, Jefferson's uh, question and, and just the broader issue. Uh, I mean, that's one example of things we can do. I know at one point we were trying to build a listserv of organizations and media so that when there's something that the commission feels, you know, we would reach out to the media or, or the public or both, that we could do that. 
And so I know we have that kind of um, chart somewhere, but I would also, this reminds me, I thought the council was considering um, providing additional staff to the commission and part of it is capacity, right? I mean, if we had a full-time you know, uh, staff person, that was one thing that we could all, you know, get them, give them all our information, our contacts, they build it and then they further develop it. And whenever we felt we needed to send something out further to the community, we could do that. So I think, you know, we're just limited by the, by the support, the support systems and infrastructure that we have, but we can certainly re-engage in that and dust out that old, those two old lists and see if we need some updating and, and go from there. So that was another kind of suggestion. Um, and then, uh, I was just scratching my head because the year went by really quick and December is coming by, by and I think that is when we <laughs> either this meeting or December is when we finalize our recommendations. And so um, I just wanted, you know, to to share and maybe we can get directions from the chair and vice chair. Um, you know, we have, of course, the forms um, uh, that each ad hoc should fill out and I think have by a certain date, probably by this coming week, so that they can be included on the agenda so that we could all vote on. And, um, you know, I would just say for the implementation ad hoc, that's easy because uh, my colleagues and I split up the work and I believe uh, the chair took it upon herself to merge them all in some ways. So that should be done in, in the formats that we've requested. But um, I will also say that the LGBT ad hoc will not have any recommendations this year. Um, but um, the budget ad hoc, um, you know, just a reminder that the budget ad hoc would also need to put those recommendations in that format. And I'm scratching my head because I don't know if there's another ad hoc. I can't remember. I'm going to blame it on baby brain. And, and if there's another ad hoc, they certainly need to also put it in that format. There are a couple of, I think at the end of the day, some of the work from the other ad hocs, and I'm making a note to make sure we have a final update for all of the different ad hocs that were created earlier and what happened to all of them. Um, so there were a couple more, but I think Commissioner Guerrero, some of them just did not materialize in terms of work that needed to happen. So what we're gonna do is gonna be the implementation ad hoc has recommendations. Also, the commissioner, um, Commissioner Bliss, has actually standardized the process for the uh, military equipment use, and so that's going to be another one. And I believe that's it. I don't think I have any other ad hocs that have provided additional work, but we will go back and double check. That will be an item on the December agenda. Thank you. Um, great. Any other final comments on this item? Seeing none, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? And Chair, just to clarify, we were on Commissioner comments, ideas, and questions? Correct. No, I don't have any hands raised. Thank you. Great. Then finally, our last um, item is public comments, matters not on the agenda. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the um, public comments, matters not on the agenda. Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for matters not on the agenda. Thank you. Great. Well, with that, that concludes today's meeting. Thank you very much for all of a very, very thoughtful discussion. And a quick reminder that unfortunately, next um, month is Commissioner Alcara's last meeting with us. So just uh, make sure you show up in December so we can send him off and see if we can find him another 
public body that he can actually, uh, you know, volunteer for. So with that, have a wonderful evening, everyone. Thank you so much. I'll follow up with an email. Have a good one.